This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to Undercover Lover, the unofficial podcast of Love Island 2018. Hello and welcome back. I'm Harriet Minter, this is Undercover Lover, and it's been a whole six weeks since 11 lucky singletons trotted off to a Mallorcan villa to prove that there is nothing more attractive than just being yourself and having a celebrity for a father. As ever, this show is dedicated to taking the best bits from last week's Love Island shenanigans and making them into a serious feminist discussion. So if you're hashtag not all men, then you might want to switch over to the Kim podcast right now. Now, while this is a Love Island podcast, it's gone a little bit X on the beach in terms of guests this week because I have journalist and my former colleague, Anna Codriorado, with me. Hello, Anna. Hi, Harriet. <laughs> Thank you for coming to talk to me. Thrilled to be here. <laughs> Absolutely thrilled. You have basically been pestering me since I started this podcast to be like, please, can I come and talk about Love Island with you? Please, please, please. Yes. Um, just so many thoughts, <laughs> so much to say. So happy to be here. Um, why is it you love it so much? Is it because of all the things you learn from it? Like this week, how to ask someone to be a girlfriend? Yes, it's just, it's absolutely fascinating watching other people on the pursuit of love and happiness. Um, and this whole business with, I think one of the things that's been happening um, on, so we've seen this a lot on this week's show, this business of asking someone to be their girlfriend or in Meg and Wes's case, asking someone to be their boyfriend. Uh, very yeah. equal ops they were this week very equal ops there was so much discussion the girls were really kind of backing the idea that go for it you know you want to ask him don't wait around and ask him um, although it, I do find it I don't know it to me it seemed very alien this idea of being asked to be someone's girlfriend do you think because I think it's a British thing I think it was well, it probably wasn't Hugh Garner, it was probably Richard Curtis, but I feel like one of them said something that actually, as a Brit, the way you get a girlfriend or a boyfriend is you just meet somebody, get drunk with them, have sex with them, and repeat that pattern until it becomes too awkward to not be their boyfriend or girlfriend. Definitely. Interestingly, though, I think with the advent of the apps, <laughs> that has really changed. So maybe that's why we're kind of seeing this having to sort of define that it's a relationship but that's how I've always thought it would that's how I've always known it to go yeah 
at like that. Um, <laughs> One and day that, you're just casual, the next day you've got a toothbrush. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so there's lots of big talking points this week. Uh, we're going to be talking about the new boys who came and went and left us with some really big questions about when exactly no will finally mean no. Um, I want to know why no one's voting for Josh, because I love him. I've had, a, I've had to, I have to admit, I've had a transformation. I didn't love him a few weeks ago, but I'm back loving him now. And uh, but first up this week, we are obviously going to talk about the departure of Samira. Yes. I've really tried and been like tossing and turning about what I'm going to do. And like, I think the best thing for me to get closure on like Frankie's situation and for me to be happy. Know that I love you so. It's to go today. And like, like I'm really sad. Sure, I'll miss you. Oh, I'm gonna do it. What did you think of Samira? Generally, uh, tell me. I've had a journey with Samira. Um, initially, I really liked her. And then I went through a phase where I felt that she was being a bit fake. Mm -hmm. I didn't like the stirring she did with the Meg. Laura, Laura wears triangle and kind of going in between them and just well shit stirring basically um, um, but and then but recently I've just I've been feeling a lot warmer towards her she's so so, so clearly into Frankie and then the decision to actually leave I just thought I just it really melted my heart so I've done a 180 on Laura on um, I've done a I've had a journey with, with on Samira. Samira on Samira um so the thing I thought was really interesting was um, when Frankie was voted off at the beginning of this week. And I thought, oh, of course Frankie has been voted off because I'd literally forgotten he was there. Yep. And it was like he and Samira coupled up and we never saw them again. Yep. And there has been lots and lots of discussion about whether that was a producer decision and whether or not that producer decision was, quite frankly, a bit racist. What do you think? Um, so... I saw, I saw all of this stuff as well, and we found out that um, they, Samira and Frankie supposedly had this night in the hideaway that wasn't didn't make it into the final cut. I have I don't know if that's actually true. I don't think the producers or I don't think ITV have come out with any kind of official. No, it definitely happens. I've seen. Oh, you've, you've seen, seen the, the pictures, right. but yeah. So, I mean, on the one hand, a lot happens in that villa, and the producers do have to edit something, but. Why they chose to edit that out, I don't know, and it does feel that maybe there it can it could have been quite problematic that they they've kind of Samira's sort of whole portrayal they've focused on on the shit stirring and and also I think they really made Samira the character of the black best friend. Yes. So she became yeah. Megan's black best friend. Yeah. Um, they never really, in the way they did with Alex, where they were literally throwing girls into the villa in the hope that one of them would get with him. Yep. They didn't really do that with her. When she finally gets somebody, they completely cut their relationship out. Yep. I really felt that... Act and Samira, was, she's such a great character. She's funny, she's vulnerable, she has a tendency to be a bit of a shit-starer, but she's also really loyal. Hashtag Georgia. Hashtag loyal. Um, <laughs> But I think it, I felt like she could be such a great character and I really felt with the casting this year that the producers went, oh, we need to have a black woman in the show. Yes. They ticked a box and they're like, okay, we're done here. Yeah. I mean, also the other thing that they supposedly cut out um, 
was all these bits where Samira is having so much fun with the other, mm-hmm. with all the other guys in the villa, where she's teaching them dance moves and all of this stuff. And you saw you saw a bit of that when she was exiting, that they were just going absolutely wild for her and like clapping, and she was dancing for them. Yeah. Um, and that just that that did not come across. No. Throughout I the think- rest of the show. You know, it's really interesting because I think in all these reality TV shows, they are not reality. There's a level of structure. So when you're casting it, you know that you have to cast your lead man and your lead woman. You know, they are casting yeah. for people that are going to be the heroes and the villains. But I think what is interesting in terms of Love Island, and I hope that producers take this for next year, is actually when the people are then in the villa being like, are they still living up to these tropes? Or do we need to do a bit of a reshuffle? Yeah. Because really, they should have got rid of Alex weeks ago. Oh my god, Alex. Alex. I don't I don't even know where to begin. First of all, how is he still red? <laughs> I, I know everyone says this, but I really feel for Alex on this one issue because as a fellow strawberry blonde, we just don't tan. Okay, we just don't. We just go from white to red to peeling to white again. There is no tanning. I'd... Anyway, that's, that's not the... That's only kind of the tip of the iceberg with my problems with Alex. Um, but yeah, he's still there. He's just he's just he's barnacle. He's not interesting, is he? He's not interesting. He's he's more problematic than he is. Even it's not even that, that he's a, a dud. He's just he, he's entitled. I don't like some of his attitudes. Why do you think he's entitled? I think he's entitled. He feels entitled with women. Mm-hmm. So whenever something has gone wrong, it's always been about how she hasn't got me. She doesn't get my humor. What's wrong with her? Yeah. Um, she's not my type whatever it's always about the woman and he and we saw this we've seen this with all of the girls that he's been with it's always been about them and it's never been about well what what has he done or how has what's he brought yeah what's he changed yeah what's What's he changed what's he done differently that's the thing that i think is interesting about alex there hasn't been any growth has been no personal growth for Alex in this lesson. So the only personal growth has been him attempting to... So he's sort of seen the men who he thinks are being, quote-unquote, successful with women, your Adams, <laughs> and he's gone to them, and he's tried to get advice from them, and then he's, that's how he ended up with that smouldering, smouldering. thing. Which oh, also, never smolder. He can't... He also wasn't calling it smouldering. It was called, he was smouldering. smouldering. <laughs> and Samira had to go and tell him, don't do that. Yeah. It looks weird. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and then... And when he had that, this is a couple of weeks ago now, but when he was talking about putting Grace on the subs bench, that was absolutely horrendous. Yeah. And I think he I think he's looking at these other other blokes in the villa and thinking, oh well, they're kind of a bit, they're a bit more laddie, a bit more cheeky, and he's misinterpreting what they're doing and trying to apply it to his game, and it's just it's just awful to watch. I think Alex is that real definition of the guy who says, well, I'm a really nice guy and nice guys don't get women. Yeah. Women just want the bad blokes. Yeah. And it's like, no, they don't. They just want somebody who doesn't think the criteria for being attractive is being a nice guy. That's not it. Yeah. That's not how it works. Um, and if to apologize, if you hear some, like, pootling around in the background, Anna and I are doing this over breakfast in my sitting room. My little dog is so excited that Anna's here that she's, like, can't leave her alone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so other big question for this week um, Josh so at the beginning of the week Josh was up for elimination and I was quite surprised by that because I think Josh is a great character in the villa I think Josh is a great character um, I'm very I'm really in tea, on team Josh obviously 
what he did in Castro Moore ruffled quite a lot of feathers and well actually I, I don't know if he didn't it's not necessarily that he didn't handle it the right way he was in that other villa but anyway I, I have a theory as to why he's in, he was in the bottom three and I think it's more to do with how there is probably a pr very pro-Georgia army out there do you think? I think so I think that that whole situation of Georgia getting dumped or you know yeah Georgia getting dumped for Kaz I think for, there might be I think there are lots of younger women out there who for Georgia she represents what it's like to have your heart really really broken yeah. maybe your first love or something mm -hmm. um or to be left for another woman and that is such a kind of visceral and emotional feeling that's what she has come to represent and even though now with all of the hashtag loyal i'm so loyal and she's kind of missed she's misstepped a little bit <laughs> she's lost it she's yeah. lost it but i think i think there are actually some women who out there are plenty of or plenty of viewers out there who can overlook that because to them georgia just represents what it's like to have your heart absolutely shattered and josh has become the focus for for all of that energy and he's the, he's the reason it's happened. So I think that's how he's ended up in the bottom three. So I think this is sometimes interesting because I was having a conversation with a male friend of mine and we were talking about this dynamic of how sometimes men get pilloried for stuff that then we allow women to get away with. And mm. an example of this in the villa, lots of people bring up to me, it was Adam and Meg. Mm. So Adam you know, did his Adam thing of just moving from woman to woman to woman and ended up being, you know, the face of an abuse campaign almost. <laughs> um, Megan just picks up and drops men as she feels like it, and we go, well, that's just Megan being a bit, yeah. a bit, bleh. Yeah. I, I think the conversation was different around it, so there was definitely, if you were anti-Megan, there was definitely a bit of a kind of Megan is a bit of a slut yeah. view. Um, but do you think that we allow women to behave... Because you really like Laura did the same thing. She was like, well, you know, technically she could have stayed. And I mean, I know Wes had moved on to Megan, but she picked a new boy. It, do do we allow women to get away with stuff that we don't allow men to? I think so, definitely. Because I mean, even Georgia, yeah, she cracked on pretty quickly afterwards. Yeah. Well, which is which is what she should be doing. That is the point of the show. Um, <laughs> so, and that's fine. We haven't. No one has battered an eyelid at that. Yeah. Um, but I think so. I think it's... I don't know whether it's part of this, well, things ha just happen to women and it's always the man's fault, so we mm -hmm. can just let the... We should just excuse them and they can get away with things. But I do, I do. you know, to your point about the Adam... I, I think Adam did behave really badly, but should he be the face of a whole abuse campaign? I mean, to come out of that villa and to find out all of that, that must have been... That's, that's quite horrendous. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, I, I definitely think that's true. I think we're seeing that play out quite a lot with quite a, with various um, male female counterparts in the villa. Who do you think is? Give me your favourite couples. My favourite couples. Yeah. I mean, obviously Jack and Danny. Yeah, everyone loves Jack and Danny. Bye. I, I like Josh and Kaz. I like Me them. Too. Josh is so into her. That is that is you can you can feel the love radiating off the TV. Yeah. The way he looks at her, um, or whatever, even if it's lust, it doesn't matter. Like it, it's it, it's there's something there, and they're clearly very happy. Um, and you know, real life is messy. You know, you can't yeah. just 
you can't just sit there and you know you never know when the right person is going to come along it's do you think it's a hard question to answer because we didn't really see enough of their relationship but do you think Samir and Frankie is that level of kind of love or lust that Josh and Kaz have which is just like you just know you see them you just know like this is it or do you think that actually she'd just been so exhausted by life in the villa and being constantly rejected and constantly missing out that she was just like I'm done here I think the fact that she left to me shows that she does think that it's the right person because this is something that I find quite funny in the show is that often um, the people in the villa will be talking about how, oh, you know, let's not forget the point here. The point here is to find love. And I find that really amusing because surely the point (laughs) is to win the money or get the Instagram fame. Um, But I think for some of them, I mean, and, and Samira's case in point, I think she is there to find love. She's yeah. found someone, and she's she's actually been really she's 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 been really honest about it. She said, "Look, I don't know if he's the one. I don't know if I love him, but I want to. I've met this guy. I like him. I want to give this a shot. Um, I don't want to sit here in this villa. I yeah. want to go back to him. Um, and I think I think that her decision to leave to me shows that she does think she's found something really special, and I think that should be applauded. I agree. I agree. I, mean, I just think generally now that she's gone. I mean, we said it when she was there, but now that she's gone, a little applause for Samira generally because I just thought she was great in that villa and I think she is a very real depiction of what it's like to be a woman who is just trying to find her way through. I really enjoyed her. Our next big topic. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I want to discuss Idris and Kieran. Oh, God. So they're only in for a week, really. They weren't there very long, but they have angered you, haven't they, Anna? (laughs) Idris makes my blood boil. He, I did not like him. Good riddance. I'm so glad to see him gone. What was it about him particularly that made your blood boil? Um, first of all, he's aggressive with the women. Um, he just kind of marches up to them and sort of demands that they list off their their qualities just to find out if it's if he fits them. If he fits them, yeah. Um, I just that thing he did with the 
uh, Laura telling Laura um, that Jack went in for the kiss with Georgia. Yeah. Um, that was just so sly and just just super greasy. Really didn't like it at all. Um, and then the, the other thing is, you know, he's having that conversation with Kaz where he's saying to her, um, oh, I see you and Josh and I want that and I want that, but then does nothing to actually yeah. try and, and, get, and, and get that kind of relationship. He just, he's just so heavy-handed with the women and I just... So Don't that like was the thing that I thought was so interesting when they did the fireman challenge. Oh, God. It's <laughs> just... just I, I don't know how the producers come up with these things. I mean, I do think it's just a level of... I think the producers are just drunk 24-7. Mm. I feel that's the only way that you can come up with these ideas. But it was so interesting. that Id- I mean, they were all pretty full-on in that challenge, but Idris really went I mean I, I'm not gonna lie I did enjoy his little kind of you know stomach ripple kick the door down moment I, I was there for that um, but he was so full-on and he really went after Alexandra who I felt like hadn't really given him that much reason mm. to the thing that I do think about Idris though is I do think this was a man that went in and was really aware that he had a limited time to make an impression and that the odds were stacked against him and I think you know he's a professional boxer he's in it to win it and I wonder if that was maybe he thought he was just kind of driving at it with determination and it came across a bit as desperation maybe but I wouldn't be surprised if I mean, he was saying this to Alexandra when he was um, talking to her the other day where they were talk- he was talking about what sort of chat-up lines he uses. He is a guy who uses chat-up lines. <laughs> Inside the villa and outside the villa. Um, and that is kind of all you need to know about him. Um, but no, he definitely went in there with a strategy. He went in there with a strategy to stir stuff up yeah. and knew, I'm sure he realised that they would put a new girl in because yeah. it's quite clear that the, the, the couples there the yeah. numbers and also yeah and the couples there are, are all pretty solid um and then when alexandra came in he just latched onto her and just yeah. went went really full really tilt. full tilt so my problem actually wasn't with Idris. my problem was with kieran also didn't like him either <laughs> so kieran for me I was just like, listen to what the women are telling you. And when he had that conversation with Kaz, um, I'm going to put a little clip in now. For me, you're like my main person I'm attracted to. Really? In, in the nicest way possible, I mean, I don't know, I don't know Josh anything, do I? Let's be honest. I don't know the kid. I just don't want you to like waste your time kind of thing, because I know that I'm like really happy with him. I might get what I want at the end of it. You never know. <laughs> he has this conversation with Kaz and she's saying no like she's quite clearly yeah. saying no and he's just like well I'm just going to keep keep trying to crack on with you anyway yeah that I that was just awful um she she in the moment handled it really well and she was really clear she's with Josh happy to be friends with Kieran mm-hmm. but that's it it was a hard no yeah and he heard that and he said I hear you. I'm going to keep going anyway. It's such a level of male privilege. It's like no. Yeah. I mean, and then there is also then then there's the question mark of 
then when Kaz went into the... Do they even call it the diary room now? I don't know what do, they call it. Is they call yeah. it the love pod or something? Yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, but anyway, and she said that... Well, she basically said she took that as a compliment. Um, which I don't know what to say about, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, it is that whole divide between... Is it a compliment for somebody that you are not attracted to to find you attractive and keep insisting that if only you gave them a chance you would be attractive it's it's yeah. is wolf whistling a, com- a compliment yeah. that's the discussion and for me it's always my dog is now snoring sorry <laughs> she, maybe she just thinks a wolf whistle is a compliment i don't know um, but for me the line is always you know if somebody has said to you that they're not interested, it's okay to say you are an incredibly attractive person. I'm probably always going to be attracted to you, but I hear you. Fair enough. Mm. Like, or if you really want to keep the door open, but I hear you. Fair enough. If you ever change your mind, let me know, but I'll leave it here. Yeah, put the ball in their court. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It. I do not want when I'm walking down the street. Actually, I had this the other day. So, um, Anna obviously knows this about me because she has seen me in person. If you haven't. I have quite large boobs. And I was walking down the street in a top that was probably lower cut than I have worn for a while. I don't know why or how this had come to be. Um, and I used to walk down the street, I mean, when I was in my you know, 20s or ever, and I used to walk down the street with, I mean, it's pretty much nipple tassels and that was it. <laughs> but I haven't done this for a while. And I realised over the course of the day, I had had probably seven or eight completely unsolicited comments. Yep. And not one of those comments made me feel great about myself. It just made me think, oh, this is a hassle. And I think that's what I want men like Kieran to understand, which is being a hassle is not attractive. Exactly, 100%. And also, I was having this conversation about um, uh, wolf whistling and blokes in vans who beep at women Mm -hmm. walking down the street. Um, Because actually, I've noticed that recently it's not been it's, it's not, it doesn't really happen to me anymore that a guy driving a van honks at me yeah but it did happen to me recently last week um and it really caught me off guard a because i was it was quite a narrow street and i was walking had my headphones in wasn't expecting it and made me jump um and also just because i've just not experienced that recently and i was talking about this with someone i was just saying well and the, the other person was saying oh you know take it as a compliment and you know what, there are, there are ways to, you can look at someone, if someone wants to look at me from their car and think, oh, that person's attractive, you can think that yep. to yourself and then just not beep. I don't need to know that you think that. I just, you have to signal that to me by making me jump and nearly falling into the street. Absolutely. Someone can appreciate you without having to put it right in your face. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, and, and yeah, it's the same with the, you know, the, the Kaz and, and Kieran thing, just... You made, you made, he made his point, he liked, he wanted to pursue her, she said no, he should have just left it at that. And I think even if, in the same way with Idris, where it's like, we've got time, you've just got to be really aggressive, you've got, you know, it is, a, it is a weird situation, you have to kind of push things to make them happen, but I think she was such a clear no. Yeah. And I do wonder, and I've thought this a lot about Alex as well, in his time in the villa, mm. why men are so bad at reading the vibe mm. do they just not do you think they just don't practice it growing up as much as women do I don't, I don't know if it's that in other aspects of one's life 
no doesn't mean no. Yeah. And that maybe men more so than women are taught to keep going and be persistent in other aspects of life and that then they've missed that into relationships. relationships. Um, Or if it comes down to some very primal instinct of, you know, like let the best man win kind of thing, which we even, Kaz even said that when she was talking to Idris, I think, about pursuing... I can't even which guy yeah. it was at this point, but she she even she even used that line of, well, you know, you you make your claim and let the be- oh, it was with Alexandra, um, and let the be- best man win. Um, so I don't know, I don't know where it comes from. No, I don't either. But gentlemen, sort it out, really. That's what we're asking. So it's come to that time of the show. We've got a text. <laughs> got a text. <laughs> <laughs> or actually, we've got some tweets that we highlight this week. Um, so the this one comes from Tanea. Apologies, if I haven't said your name right. Tanea Daniel, and she says, "Should Charlie not have dealt with all these relationship issues with Ellie before writing? Will you be my girlfriend on his chest? How on earth are Charlie and Ellie girlfriend and boyfriend? What has happened there? I mean, this is just a they classic. don't even seem to like each other. Well, but this is just classic. Everyone else is doing it, so I need to do it. It's just like the epidemic that spreads through any kind of early thirties friendship group where everyone just gets engaged at the same time. So <laughs> I just I don't understand the Ellie and Charlie relationship at all. No, um, this is. Um, Oh, where did this come from? I don't see this come from. It comes from Ed underscore B, Egg Banana. Uh, so at Egg Banana has quoted the fantastic Danny Satire, quotes, he's so humble, but I should have known by his trainers, is the absolute quote of the year. Danny Dyer, I salute you. This is Danny when she found out that Charlie is worth 400 million or something like that. Um, I love Danny. I love her. I have so much time for Danny. And also... I love a woman that can tell whether or not a man's a millionaire by his trainers. That's a life skill. <laughs> she has been great value this week. Um, what do we think of Charlie generally? Uh, we've just not really got much, have not seen much to form an opinion, really. So I was quite intrigued by him telling Jack that his family had sold their business for 400 million quid. Um, partly because it really reminded me of the time when Danny went... Oh, I'm, I'm going to have to tell you, my dad's Danny Dyer. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to tell you, I'm worth 400 million quid. Um, so I thought that was quite interesting. I love that he swore Jack to secrecy, and I love that Jack immediately told Danny about it. Of course. It's because of boyfriend and girlfriend. <laughs> boyfriend and girlfriend. I really, really want somebody to tell Ellie, so I can see if that does, in fact, change her behaviour. How has the producers not made that happen yet? Um, but also, I just think... I do think you're right. I think Charlie has been swept up in that everyone's doing it. I'm going to do it too. Yeah. I mean, again, who knows? Now, you know, with this whole, the Samira Frankie thing is just yeah. left this massive question mark of, well, who else what's are they? You know, isn't. what's real yeah. and what, what isn't? What else are they cutting? Um, so we, we don't know. But my, my instinct is just that, well, he just feels the pressure. Yeah. Um, the other thing that if you want a good laugh, do you go check out Charlie's Instagram. I can't find the handle, but I'm sure you've got it somewhere. Um, which, for somebody that doesn't want everyone to know that he's worth 400 million quid, is not the way to go about it, Charlie. <laughs> so it is time for our heroes and villains of the week. We could be heroes. Um, 
Um, so my hero this week. So actually, my hero this week is Josh, and uh, Josh kind of flits between hero and villains in my in my book. He goes up and down, but he is my hero this week because I absolutely have loved how he just does not give a flying fuck about what anyone thinks because he is so happy in his relationship. So he didn't care that he might have been voted out. He didn't care what was said in the Twitter game. He didn't care what anyone else thinks about it. He knows that he's completely head over heels. And that confidence is something I think we should all be aspiring to. Or not, is it confidence that I don't care what anyone else thinks, I'm happy, I'm good? I guess it's just it's self-assurance yeah. and it's knowing that what you have is making you happy and it doesn't matter what is going on around that or what other people think or what other people have to say about it. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then my villain is... Well, I, I, was, tr- I was struggling to find a villain this week because... Um, I actually don't think any of them have been particularly great behaviour this week. Mm. But my villain this week is Ellie. Um, Because I'm just not... I just don't think she is being... I don't think she's being real. I don't think she is being self-aware. That's what I want Ellie to wake up and realise. I don't think she thinks about how much trouble her attitude is going to cause. I don't think she thinks before she speaks. She has a very strong... I'm speaking, nobody else gets to talk, which I appreciate in a woman, you know, take up space, that is important, but also maybe somebody else has a voice that you could listen to. (laughs) Um, I've just, I'm finding her really, really difficult, and I'm also finding, much as I don't particularly like Charlie, I'm finding her relationship with Charlie really difficult, because when they had a bit of a spat, he did sit her down and really try and talk about why that spat had come up and how he was feeling and she absolutely cut him down Mm. she absolutely cut him down and also when he told her that he when they were having the spat he he told her that actually he was upset she said oh don't be a pussy and that really annoys me yeah we ask men to talk about their feelings and then we tell them off when they do yeah can't have it both ways nope so ellie is my villain this week what about you anna well my hero is samira because Love her. this was this was quite a week for Samira, um, and she's no longer in the villa, and I think she really needs to be, as we've already celebrated her, she yeah. needs to be celebrated. Um, and my villain is Idris, because <laughs> he's, just a, he's just a sleaze. You're not going to forgive him for mucking around with mm, Laura and Jack, I'm are not, you? Yeah, and I don't forgive him for mucking around with Laura and Jack, and... Yeah, big, big sleaze. Fair enough. As ever, we always want to know who your heroes and villains are. You can come and talk to us. Come and talk to me on Twitter or Instagram, at Harriet Minter. And Anna? I'm at Anna Quad. But before we pack our bags and leave you forever... First of all, a reminder that nothing gives us the feels like a little rate, review and subscribe. So click the button and make sure you're curling up on the sun lounger with us next week. And then of course, it's a little bit of Love Island wisdom for you. For the last time, it's coming from Samira and it's on how not to chat up a girl. It was very factor 50 thick, wasn't it? And I was just like, a bit like, ooh. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. 
That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.